0: All right, we are back with the Fog Dog and Bastion podcast in person for the first time in probably what, like nine months? Nine or ten months, yeah. God, it's been a while. It's been a, it's been a long time. Glad you come came back. It's good to be back. You surprised me. You just showed up and I had no idea you were coming, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just kind of thought, why not stop by Des Moines on my way back to Baltimore? Um, Spent a few weeks in England, and yeah, quick trip back to Des Moines. One of the, obviously it's good to see all the boys and catch up and do an in-person podcast, but one of the biggest reasons why I needed to get back is because I've had five big suitcases in one of our teammates, Chris, in his (laughs) studio apartment for the last nine months. So (laughs) finally I've got around to sorting them out. Uh, I'll be taking three checked bags back to Baltimore. and yeah so it's good to be back though it's good to do an in-person podcast it's been been a long time since we've done done one of these so yeah yeah looking forward to lots lots to catch up on yeah oh lots to catch up on it's weird having like
0: this background again being in this room yeah it's been such a long time but
1: it is weird because like it has been a long time but now that we're doing it again it kind of feels like i never left yeah you know what i mean like been going on, on a few runs with the boys and stuff and just like walking around campus it kind of feels like i haven't been away but obviously it has been quite a long time so um yeah but good to be back how have things been going for you the last couple of weeks
0: it's been pretty good um just kind of training getting ready for conference which was just a few days ago um and conference is always one of those where obviously it's something that matters like you I really want to get those conference victories and stuff but also it's it's not one that i taper super heavy for because obviously the most important meet is a couple weeks down the road well a few days from now honestly but um excited for that it was a it was a good momentum builder honestly overall um but, but yeah let's talk about it
1: yeah so um you went in raced the mile uh, which had prelims and then a final the next day And then in between the prelim and the final A uh, couple hours after your prelim You had the DMR, the Distance Medley Relay um, So I guess start off briefly with the mile heat um, Pretty smooth sailing, would you say? Yeah yep. um, What did you run in the mile heat? 4.11
0: which for, for the
1: prelim is pretty quick. Yeah. At least for the MVC prelim. Yeah. Because
0: I think the, I went back and looked, your first year at Drake, you ran 4.30.
1: 4.31. Yeah, oh, I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was on a flat track. So it was worth like oh. probably 4.05. Yeah. Yeah. At altitude as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 3.55. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It was slow. 4.31. My my first year at Drake. Um, Yeah my mile prelim but 411 is moving for a for yeah. a prelim
0: yeah especially in a heat where we had we only had 13 guys that signed up for the prelim so signed up for, yeah, yeah signed signed up so we literally had 10 people make the final right and so 13 people were the prelim like as long as you don't get destroyed you you make the final so yeah i mean it was just kind
1: of yeah i don't know it, you got the job done yeah um, it was
0: it was probably the the most stress-free race I've ever had, like, mentally going into a meet in my
1: entire life. It was like, yeah. Were you still nervous? Do you still get nervous for a prelim like that? Maybe,
0: like, once I get on the line. Yeah. Just, like, those few seconds beforehand are always pretty nerve-wracking.
1: Yeah. Almost no matter what. Like, you know deep down that you're going to be fine, but it's kind of one of those things where it's, like, who knows? Anything could happen. Yeah, like, I could fall or something. Yeah. 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 I think even with a fall, you probably still found yourself making the final. But um <laughs> anyway, probably, yeah. A couple hours after DMR um kind of been the the thing that Jay's been trying oh, to right. get now for a few years. <laughs> um how how did that end up? The DMR is funny because every year Jay is
0: mentally convinced that we're gonna win it um pretty much no matter what.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: we we almost never do. I mean yeah. that was the first time we really have.
1: Yeah we and were
0: third our first year and then
1: yeah third in 2020 and yeah. then i guess we i ran it last year it would be like fourth though, yeah fourth I, I wasn't even in it so. yeah yeah but <laughs> nice. yes
0: yeah, jay, jay always thinks we're gonna win it we long story short we never do and this year we finally did which is kind of funny because we didn't run very fast it, i yeah. don't think we were like i mean our first leg had a two second lead and ran 307 which is not super quick but mm-hmm. like I mean, I mean we got the job done it was it was an interesting style race I guess I got the baton probably two or three seconds off the lead and uh-huh. um the UNI anchor is like 418 guy and so I just it was all right yeah it worked, was all right.
1: Uh, what did yep. you actually run in the mile to close I think I was like 413 okay, yeah yeah so nothing like crazy fast or anything but just kind of solid hit out. You did what you had to do to get the yeah, win. Exactly. Finally yeah. got it done. Um, and then the next day, mile final. Um, is that working? Yeah, yeah. That looks fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're recording on the iPhone mics. Um, <laughs> yeah. now that looks. Looks like it's working. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep it like that. That would be right. good. All right. Um. <laughs> next day you come back for the mile final um another one where it's kind of like you you know deep down you with a massive favorite the yeah. nerves going into it or a little bit more than the day before
0: oh yeah definitely a little bit more than the day before just because i i had raced the prelim and then the the dmr the night before so i knew mm. i my legs wouldn't be quite at 100 percent i mean it wasn't neither one of them were of course in all out effort but um but i Running two mile races in one day and then coming back the next day to run another mile race, like obviously you're not going to be a hundred hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. um, going into it, I I had more nerves than the previous day, but still still not a ton because I mean I just knew that as long as I have an okay day, I'm going to get the job done. Yeah. Um, And luckily I did, but I think with 200 to go, I was. I was in second place, Yeah, and a Bradley guy had fallen with about really? 400 to go. Oh, yet. wow. So he fell. He was trying to make his move up. I think he had the second fastest seat time as well. Mm. So he was like the guy that was gunning for me. He fell, was in last place, and then just sprinted Yeah. I did see last that to place. first with 200 to go. And then he faded probably with like 100 meters to go, which wow. it's pretty expected if you fall and then make that huge move and yeah. you're trying to land, like yeah. usually – Usually your body's not going to like you for that. And yeah. So then moved around in with like 100 to go and got the job done. Nice. 4.13 was that? I think so. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. With a reasonably fast finish.
0: Yeah. My last lap was 25 yeah. low. Um, yeah. I think – I mean – I, I think I let up with like fifty to go. I could have closed quicker,
1: but yeah save that for save that for a few days from now. That is a pretty quick finish. Quicker than I thought it was. So that's yeah, good signs for going internationals and uh, I was gonna say, is there anything that happened notably with other conferences or was it kinda just that big me in Boston? Kind of just the big meet in Boston, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, I know Thomas Vanipin, and at least in the mile,
0: Thomas Vanipin and Jesse Hunt had a duel, and yeah. Hunt got the best of yeah. it. Actually, I did see which that was kind of surprising, I guess. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm sure Vanipin has the same
1: thing in his mind that I do, and he's yeah. just kind of almost probably looked past it a little bit, and yeah, yeah, focused on next week, um, yeah. NCAA's, because Jesse Hunt. Was he even run this season? Maybe 357 or 58? I think like 56 high. Okay. Like 56-8 oh, right. yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he's missed out but, on, on indoor nationals, but he's, he's yeah. in pretty decent form. Um, but yeah, Van and got, got beaten by him. Um, so in Boston we should mention it the washington boys went out there obviously it was the last chance me my teammate casey Comer had a good run in in the first heat of the mile 354 01 so but he's probably a little bit mad that he didn't quite get under 354 but um yeah a really solid first heat that was i think the Pacer took it out a little bit hot like a Really? It was pretty quick. They were 54 huh. through oh. um, through true 400, and then through 409, it was like 55 mid, I think. That's um, crazy. Yeah. And then I think from there, it was just like, just trying to hold on. Um, K- Casey split 155 through 809, and then 159 for his last 800. I think yeah. he was just like trying to hang on for dear life. But um,
0: he, um, If his last 200 would have been better, yeah. he would have ran something ridiculous. Because yeah. he yeah. was... Second at the bell of the Cooper Tier and man it just looked like he was struggling in yeah. the last like in particular like the last hundred meters, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's funny, there was a fifteen hundred split there, and I think he was trying to get a good fifteen hundred time for yep. maybe for outdoor Um and so he kind of had joked in the weeks leading up about like running hard to fifteen hundred and then just like whatever that last hundred and nine <laughs> is like <laughs> whatever will be will be and you know if you have to do a death march on the way in and crawl it in then if you've split a good 1500 then it's all worth it but um yeah that looked like a painful kind of painful way of running a 354 mile yeah. not that i've ever run 354 but um yeah that that doesn't sound like a fun way of doing it not but even a little bit heat too uh all of your friends for the next week were, were in there so yeah I mean the the Washington guys I think they went out there to
0: obviously they had a few guys that hadn't quite qualified yet from that first Washington meet so they probably wanted to get those guys in which they did and then I'm sure they were also going for the NCAA record for their for their top end guys which they didn't and obviously they weren't even remotely close
1: yeah it was kind of a weird one but I mean it, it happens I mean I've definitely seen that the last few weeks you can't be right at your peak for for every race but um yeah it was it was definitely a little bit surprising to see because i was watching on the live stream and Wascom was right right up there early on and then he kind of just started fading um brian Fay ended up running 358 i think Wascom was 356 but they did have obviously those are still you know sub four miles but i think they would have been hoping for a lot more they did have a few good results there, though. Luke yeah. Hauser, three fifty-two. Luke Hauser, three fifty-two. Nathan Green, three fifty-three. Fifty-three, and then Aaron Ahol. Yeah. Three fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had and, an, another guy
0: ran three fifty-three. Yeah. Um. So they yeah they Washington had seven guys after this that qualified in the mile for the NCAA championships. They they're only scratched once. They ran they're running six of those seven in the mile in the NCAA.
1: Is it Lum who scratched the yep. mile? Yeah, Lum
0: scratched for the three k. Um, but they have so out of the sixteen out of the sixteen best milers in the nation, six of them will be from Washington yeah. at
1: the NCAA championships, which That's is pretty crazy.
0: Absolutely ridiculous. There's going to be a lot
1: of purple in in the miles. Yep. I wonder if it will be three and three of them in each heat.
0: It will be if they yeah. serpentine it the same as last year
1: so it probably will be yeah, yeah. It probably wow will be. yep that'll be interesting to see how it kind of plays out tactically um but yeah, yeah i mean it's going to be a strong field what did it take in the mile was it 355 high it this was
0: 356 one
1: okay yeah it's getting quicker i, I yeah. honestly after last year i thought this year might calm down a little bit but there's yeah. a few guys who like i i it kind of makes sense every year there'll be new people but like there's more guys that I was surprised to see because I hadn't heard of them before who've yep. come through than I expected there to be yeah um so crazy yeah it's kind of I think next year surely it won't be it won't be <laughs> as quick but who knows maybe it just keeps improving and yeah in another few years it will be 354 or something but, yeah um, Gosh. I mean how much better can it really get yeah who knows yeah it's pretty strong right now but um how are you feeling going in I'm feeling pretty good training's yeah. been
0: going really well um did some did some 800s yesterday it felt pretty good honestly like just it's like i mean not not that not that this is like everything to, to me or to all of us but like this is why i came back right like yeah. for races like this like the indoor yeah. championships the outdoor championships like this is the entire season for me. So, Mm -hmm. um, body's feeling good at the right time. Like we've, we've purposely tapered our training now so that, um, I I would be feeling this way and hopefully I can just stay healthy, um, and just get it done. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, like going into nationals, the prelim lists aren't out yet, but all the entries are out and you can figure out the prelims just based on how they've done it in previous years, figure out the heats, but just going into it. Um, we, we're we gonna talk about each event some of the guys in it and then predict our top three just
1: because why not why not yeah
0: our predictions are always the most accurate because we are
1: guys that have been in the field before and we know more <laughs> than, we know more than everyone else <laughs> yeah of course great uh <laughs> great introduction for us so uh, anyway let's let's just dig in and um this is kind of tough because we've just got the notes here but um we don't wanna forget anyone, but if we're gonna go through our top three, we might end up kind of forgetting some some big names. Yep. Um, and a couple of our predictions are quite kinda of ballsy, so we are gonna probably sound a little bit weird kind of talking talking this through, but um yep. let's let's just dig in. Who have you got for the five K?
0: The five K top three. So in third place I have Nico Young, who's been solid every single year I think he's been second a few times yeah and I don't have him breaking the hump just yet and it's not because of anything he's done but I think there are two guys that are just just better than him to be Mm -hmm. fair Mm -hmm. Um, and second I have Alex Mayer who is phenomenal in cross country and looks even better now won that first Boston invite when when all the guys were in their peak cross country shape coming down for that taper so Alex Mayer has got a lot of momentum and I believe in him and then winning it uh Dylan Jacobs which yeah. probably doesn't surprise anyone. I just think he's the best all-around runner distance runner in the country right now. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he'll get the job done. He's in he's in good shape. Um is the 5k on the afternoon of the second day? It's of the first day. Oh, it's the first day and then the 3k is after?
0: Yep, so Jacobs will be fresh in the 5 and uh,
1: not fresh in the 3. Okay. Okay. I was kind of thinking it was the other way around. So Initially, I had Hicks for third in the 5K, and I know he's a little bit down the seed list, yeah. but I think, I mean, obviously he's an incredibly good runner. and I think this kind of could be the time where he... Peaks For the indoor season So um, I definitely wouldn't be surprised Seeing him in the top three Nico Young at second And then Kai Robinson for the win Out of Australia
0: I like Um, the Kai Robinson pick
1: Yeah Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised I mean after last year coming second um, But realising now that Jacobs will be fresh for the 5k um, I think Almost Keep that three But put Jacobs above it yeah almost i think i i don't know anything could happen and there's so many other good guys in there. like yeah it's so hard to predict but um i think kai and jacobs as in kai robinson and jacobs as well as so many others could be having a really good battle up the front it's gonna
0: be a battle um,
1: honestly i'm excited to watch it yeah yeah honestly
0: i i might have had brian Faye
1: in my top three
0: had he chose to do it as well
1: yep but, but he's he, in the mile. He chose to do the mile over the 5K, is, which is... Is he also doing the 3K? Yeah. Me?
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So he's going mile and in 3K instead of the 5K. Very interesting. Decision. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, his last run in Boston wasn't probably what he was hoping for, but he has run 352 now. And then um, doing that and the 3K. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. It's just not what I would have predicted. Yeah.
1: Before. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Anyway, moving on to the 3K. Um, who you got?
0: Yeah, so this is my boldest prediction of the whole weekend, but I think Foad is going to get the win. Foad Masaudi. Mes- Saudi from yeah. Oklahoma State. I mean, he's just he's just so good. Yeah, he's one of the best milers in the country. He's run a 2:49K. He split 2:49 1200. Yeah,
1: 1200, 1200. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And he split that. He handed off the baton right. Right next to Joe Wascom like yeah. They handed it off side by side. Yeah. So if he can run, if he can keep up with Joe Wascom in a mile and wascom's in peak shape, yeah. and he can run 741, yeah. like if he's there with 300 to go, who's going to beat him?
1: Yeah, because he can obviously close quite well he can close quite speed. well
0: he's only earned the dmr beforehand and i think he'll do the 1200 legs he'll be pretty mm-hmm. fresh yeah like fresher than most of the field
1: at least kind of oh. just spin the legs out the night before yeah A quick little 248 249 1200 and then <laughs> yeah go and win the 3k yeah. so
0: foad is my pick to win bold and second place also pretty bold sam gilman from air force you've yep. raced him many times yep um, yeah the dude's just an aerobic tank. I think it's also going to help him that he goes to Air Force and this meets at altitude. Yeah, true. So I think he's going to really benefit from that. And I think he'll tire less from doing the 5K, 3K double than others will because he's used to being at altitude. Is he in the 5K? Or No, yeah, when- he scratched the 5K, didn't he? Yeah. Just to focus on the 3K. Did he get a qualifier in the 5? Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. So yeah, double, double, double down on it now. Gilman yeah. Gilman's top three for sure
1: yeah um
0: yeah. and then I also like Ryan Shope Oklahoma State all the way uh yeah I just think these guys are peaking at their right time they're super fit yeah that DMR victory over Washington was incredible yeah and Shope is the kind of guy that can run 352 353 but also
1: has just the aerobic ability so mm-hmm. uh, perfect for a 3k yeah it's my top three yeah very nice um I've got Gilman in third. Uh, he had a great one a few weeks ago in Boston, uh, the one where I had a pretty big shocker. Um, but he's, he's looking like he's in pretty good form. So I've got him coming through in third. Um, Asai, Anas Asahi, um from South Carolina. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He is in really good shape. He's run three fifty for the mile this season, seven forty-one for the three K. Um, so he's gonna be he's gonna be hard to beat. Um and then yeah. Dylan Jacobs. <laughs> Dylan Jacobs I had for the win in the three K. And I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. But, yeah, uh yeah, now knowing the schedule I had it in my head that the three K was first up. Um yeah. Uh, I think uh, he could still he could he could double he, actually he, could, he double. could actually win yeah. both yeah. yeah honestly he could yeah um, so I'll go with that. There, we do have to mention like there are and I know I kind of said this before that there's so many guys in there like oh yeah people will probably be like how could they be missed for a podium spot you know what I mean yeah but, um, oh yeah. Just, I mean we're we're not trying to defend anyone, but yeah. Yeah. I mean Yeah, that's just our our predictions. And then yep. um getting into
0: the mile is more difficult because yeah. I'm in it. So yeah. <laughs> um makes it of tricky. of course there's a one hundred percent chance I'm gonna predict myself to win this thing because I mean who wouldn't, right? Yeah. If you're if you're in it, you're one of the guys that has a chance, like you're gonna go with yourself, you're gonna mm-hmm. go with your gut. Um but so I'm just gonna kinda talk about guys that I am probably most nervous about going into it. Yeah. And guys that like in my head, I'm like, wow, like I really back that guy. I back his ability to close like or he's just a great front runner or like guys that like are in my mind going into the meet. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I think a big name that I'm watching out for is obviously not society who has run 350 at Boston, completely dropped the hell out of me
1: yeah um, yeah
0: at boston like uh-huh. granted it was a pretty bad day for me but the fact that he dropped me by that much is always concerning especially when nationals is at altitude yeah so he's a guy that in my mind i know going in i can't let him get away from me because mm-hmm. he's not the kind of guy that
1: comes back to the field once he gets away um, yeah i mean he's an olympian a 350 miler he's just he's in he's in form um yeah. that race also though like that was a pure time trial pretty much and he even though he ended up nearly getting the win from Amos Bartelsmeyer um I think he just got out leaned on the line like he was actually a little bit off the pace watching it he he kind of got a little bit dropped and then got back on with like 400 to go so um I think I don't know the fact that he beat you there obviously it's like you didn't have an ideal lead up to that. You ran three fifty four still, which is yeah. still very solid. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pure time trial, and you getting out right in the back and him being right up there, it's kind of it's not gonna play out like that at yeah. nationals. Yeah. Um. I mean, he could he could beat you. Like yeah, yeah anything can happen. Oh but, yeah, um, of course. It's not gonna yep. be that kind of a race. Yeah. He's not gonna have someone pacing it. He could try and make it fast. It's not gonna be. Th- well, it could end up at 350. The but thing is,
0: if he... Yeah. If he... If he wants it fast, he's going to have to be the one that makes it fast. Yeah. Because I think all these Washington guys are fine with the sit and kick.
1: Yeah. They and all have pretty, pretty yeah. good finishes. So Maybe know, yeah. Vanipin
0: and Spencer would want to make it quick. Mm-hmm. But, again, like, I've raced Vanipin a few times and I've never... Even when the race has been slow, I don't think he's been the one that likes to go out and really challenge and make, make it quick. It, yeah. Because I think he knows that, hey, like that's going to really burn my legs Mm -hmm. for the last Mm -hmm. whatever. So, Asai is someone to worry about. I'm interested to see what he does strategically. Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest question mark going into it. And then, um, bold claim here, but out of all the Washington guys, I'm the most nervous about Nathan Green.
1: Yeah, we were talking about this on our long run this morning. Um, He is, obviously, I mean, he's run 352. Like, no one now looks at him as like, not being a really, really good good runner, but he's yeah. probably not he definitely isn't like the guy you look at out of Washington and go, he's their best guy. I mean but you he, definitely look at Waskum and say, that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he's so consistent, it seems like he's he I mean, he hadn't actually broken four before this indoor season, but he'd run like three thirty seven or something for the yeah. fifteen. So yeah. um but he's been he's been in really good shape this season and he seems to get it right. Most of the time. And he's
0: the only miler on their roster that ran really well both times they lined up and went for it. Like, he ran 352 and 353.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other guys had, like, five or six second disparities between two races. Hauser went from, what, 355 to 352.
0: Yeah. Lum was... Lum was fairly consistent as well. Yeah,
1: he was 353
0: and... 353, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lum was consistent as well, but Lum isn't doing it, so not factoring him into Um, that. Waskin
1: went from 51 to 56, and then Faye, 52 to 58. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting, interesting to see how it plays out, and very interesting to see how, like, they end up handling it, because they've been in finals together before, like, outdoor last year, so it'll be interesting to see if they do kind of properly work together and try and... I yep. don't know what they'll do, make it quick, make it slow. Maybe they get to the front and try and make it slow and just control it. Who, who knows? And
0: the Washington guys are fun for me, too, to battle against because I'm I'm obviously a huge kicker. That's the way I've always run. Yeah. And the Washington guys are the only ones with kicks that, like, I'm like, they rival mine. Mm-hmm. Like, Nathan Green has a huge close. Yeah. And obviously so does Joe Oscombe when he's on his game. He did it and won the final outdoor yeah. last year. So yeah. I'm – I think they're kind of guys that I'm going to go in and mark up a little bit. Like, remember, know where they are because they're guys that I can't – I can outkick them in the last 200, I think. Yeah. But they're not guys that if there's a two-second gap there, I can't make that up. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, knowing where they are and, like, knowing how they run is, like, is going to be pretty important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: there are four or five guys, realistically, that I think have a chance to win this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to win this thing outright. And I think it's just going to be whoever runs the smartest race. Yeah. Because so many times, like last year, Mario, I mean, you could argue whether Mario was the best runner in that field at the time during that indoor final last year. But, man, he just ran it so smart. Yeah. Like he ran right on the rail the whole way, didn't use any extra energy. Was just was just perfect. So yeah.
1: yeah. That's probably
0: the biggest thing going into it. All right, so I, so I guess, guess moving, moving on from the – the 35 Washington guys that we have in this, <laughs> in this mile, I guess that's kind of everything that at least going in, that's on my mind. Mm-hmm. I think getting, just getting from the prelim to the final is going to be very difficult. Um, yeah. With the way the serpentine goes. Cause it, it'll likely be Asai, um, Hauser, Nathan green, me, and then the Ronan stags from UCLA. Oh yeah. And yeah. then, um, Another Washington
1: boy. And then
0: Adam Spencer as well. Wow. You
1: should all be in the same prelim. That is quite a strong prelim. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. Yeah.
0: But so I just getting to the final is gonna be very difficult, so
1: I don't wanna I don't wanna sidestep that. Yeah. I guess. Like, no, definitely. It's gonna be a big job. So what do you think about going into it without you know, you don't have to give all your all your plans away, but you've kind of been known in the past to relax at the back um feel good and then close hard are you you know are you gonna try and stick with that or do you think you'll kind of just see how see how it plays out great question
0: i think it it's really going to depend on whether my heat is first
1: or second Mm -hmm.
0: um what pace my heat goes out at and then what the guys next to me do yeah because sometimes at boston this happened I lined up next to Vanipin, and then there was one guy on my outside too. I was mm-hmm. hip, I was hip twelve. Okay, yeah. But right when the race started and the gun went off, they both elbowed me super mm-hmm. hard, and so I'm not gonna fight through that elbow nah. and get in front because yeah. I don't think it's relevant. Yeah, it's relevant enough to fight through that in the first hundred meters of your race. Yeah. So like a lot of it depends on what what everyone else does too. But but I really think um and to summarize it up, it just it's just being as close to the front as you can possibly be while using as little energy as you can possibly use. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, you know what I do find funny about running heats? Like, say if you're in heat one and you ran 420, like just randomly, like it, it was, yeah. say it was 420, like heat two would then know you win your heat in 420. So yeah. everyone has run slower than 420 he too then knows that they can get six guys through because it's top four top four and then two on time yep. all they have to do is go out and run sub 420 and six of them get through yep what yep. should happen in that situation is someone should take it on but so often when when the situation is like that it, it then gets so cagey because everyone's like oh i have to just be in the top six like just make sure I'm not in the bottom two, that it goes slower. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know this is kind of random and it probably won't happen, but it's so weird how often it plays out like that. Like,
0: It's weird how often in that scenario, in just in any scenario, the first heat gets the sixth through.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like every time I've ever been to Nationals, yeah. it's the first heat that's that the gets sixth through, Yeah, which shouldn't happen because the second heat should – be like oh all right we only have to run this because fifth yeah. place in heat one ran this time yeah yeah and it never happens yeah
1: no it's um it is weird but Not i doubt. doubt you'll be running 420 in your heat anyway but um <laughs> maybe at altitude true I yeah. i converted like four flat right? sub four probably so um, yeah, you might as well go for a pr while you're there yeah you only have to run like 359 or something. Yeah, you've got. I mean, Duncan. Six, 7. Eight. Duncan Hamilton ran a 403, and a it converted 352. Yeah, which is just
0: ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Is he
1: running the 3K?
0: He's in the 3K. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a reason why he's not in the mile.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, he's a 352 guy. So. Yeah. Hey. Is, is he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah,
0: moving on from moving on from that, I guess. Talk about the eight hundred a little bit?
1: Yeah. To be I honest, I don't know much about the eight hundred. I'm probably gonna have fairly similar views to whatever whatever you come out with. I haven't I haven't actually really studied it at all, I, to be honest.
0: I don't know a ton about it either. Mm-hmm. But man, Carose is good at the eight hundred. Yeah. And he's someone I race the mile all the time, so I Talked to him quite a bit. I'm friends
1: with him, so probably a little biased when I say yeah. But I think Carosa is going to run really well. For anyone listening who doesn't know, that's Creighton Carosa from Texas. Yep, he's yeah. he's been in NCAA finals quite a few times. What did yep. he come last year? Was he sixth, right behind you? No, seventh. Seventh. Because Nick in, Dahl was sixth. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was seventh
0: in the mile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think it was. An interesting decision for him to
1: do the mile last year. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think he's just better at the 800. Like, he was one that we had down to scratch because I was, I was hoping I'd get in and I needed every scratch possible. We yeah. had him down as a scratch for the mile and then he ended up doing it. But um, <laughs> oh. it, it worked out anyway. But Yeah. Um, but, I mean,
0: so Carrozza, I think Carrozza will be in the top three for sure. Um, yeah. And then I, I think, think that's Sam Austin, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. From Florida, Florida, yeah, he'll be in the top three for sure, yeah. just the way he's running, yeah. And then, um, I think the third spot is interesting. I think, um, Yusuf Bismana. yeah, there's a good chance he's in the top three, yeah. And then I think, like, dude, even someone like Jason Gomez, like from Iowa State, who is the testament of inconsistency, yeah. But when he's on his game, man, he's hard to beat, like, yeah, really hard to beat. What's he run
1: this season 146? Like the rest of the field. Yeah, all pretty much everyone this. is 146, isn't it? Yeah. 147. I think there's two guys that are 147. Wow. Yeah, so it's quick. But but, really quick.
0: Yeah, Jason Gomez is interesting because Jason Gomez will sometimes go out there and run 155. Yeah. And then sometimes he'll go out there and just blow you away Yeah, win the race. So if Gomez <laughs> is on his game, watch out. Mm-hmm. But
1: i'll be watching out uh, but yeah, yeah. there
0: will be like four or five guys probably that i think have a chance to win the 800 yeah i'm excited to watch it because i just don't like you i don't know a ton about yeah. the 800 but yeah
1: um, yeah altitude probably won't. probably won't play into that quite as much no yeah
0: i think it's only i think you only get like a second or two from mm-hmm. altitude
1: yeah yeah but how how what altitude is albuquerque at
0: yeah, five ish thousand okay. feet. Yeah. Just so it'll make a difference. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think you get six seconds in the mile. Not nice. Albuquerque. Which yeah.
1: Not. Yeah. So literally,
0: I could run four flat and mile a mile
1: PB. PR, yeah. PB, yeah. What a. It boy. could happen actually. That could happen. Yeah. Like in the final, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go sub four. Yeah. For sure. I mean, it's just, just with how dude. finals have been going recently. Um it could be quick even like last year the outdoor final being won in like what 345 i yeah. think it's like it's tactical but you know it it could well be under yeah so i wouldn't be surprised
0: i feel like the finals are usually like the race is the race is pretty tactical for the first first like 800 meters yeah and then the yeah. guys that don't have kicks are like oh crap we like, gotta yeah.
1: make a move yeah. yeah we go yeah and so
0: then like we end up running our last 800 in like close to 150 yeah like it just turns into like a jog into an all out 800
1: yeah, yeah yeah so it ends up being reasonably fast anyway. yeah yeah because yeah 345 is like tactical but it's not like 350 at the olympics when central won. that was just like yeah. a final 400 race yeah even 300 it was like so- yeah yeah, it didn't Central close in fifty. Fifty, yeah, fifty flyers, Sir, so. jeez. Yeah, pretty, pretty impressive. But yeah, wow. Um, um, um. Honestly, yeah, I, think- I I would have liked to have seen you in that 2016 Olympic final like, <laughs> when I was sixteen. Would you? Yeah. Would you? Maybe, maybe if they ran it like now as an exhibition and everyone who was in it is in like the same form they were. Yeah. Don't know how that would be possible. Yeah, they have a chance? To, like, computer generate them like. M- <laughs> Genetically modify some people in the lab. Um yeah, that would be pretty cool. Maybe we could make that happen at Drake and then I'll come back and, and watch it. Um
0: Even then we wouldn't have to see as many Central Instagram
1: comments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um he's on the comeback, he just ran four oh six down under in Australia. So
0: didn't he lose to his sixteen year old?
1: Yeah. Sixteen year old Cam Myers, three fifty five. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. To be fair. Like, I, saying he lost to a 16-year-old is like, oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty poor. But the 16-year-old, in beating Centro, broke the world record for his age group and yeah. ran his first sub-four-minute mile at yeah. 3.55. So
0: yeah. so Centro didn't just lose to a 16-year-old. He lost to a 16-year-old by 11 seconds. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. It's some going. Um, wow. Yeah. But well, I think that's kind of a, all we yeah. really
0: wanted to talk about. I think... Um, just we'll obviously talk about more once the races actually play out but um that's kind of all the insight we have at least in the mile um and all the knowledge we have over the other events again we're not super genius level when it comes to definitely not yeah i feel events but yeah we're both just we've been pure milers in the ncaa for such a long time so
1: um that yeah, would well, be good. It would be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, um, See how right we are. Yeah, yeah. Figure out,
0: like, a point system to see who does better. Yeah.
1: It would be but, very interesting to see if those bold predictions end up coming true. And yeah. I haven't really made a prediction for the mile because I feel like that would be weird with, you know, you being right here. Don't want to, like, put pressure on you. And yeah. And as well, just having you for the win, it would just seem like the obvious thing to do. So... I don't know. I think you've got a very realistic chance of winning, but, you know, I think you just go into it like you do for any other race and treat it, treat it like any other race. Um, yeah. Strong field, but that's kind of never never scared you away before. So it'll be good.
0: It'll be good. Yeah. Let's get
1: it. If anyone's got any questions, as ever, just pop them <laughs> in the YouTube comments. We'll get to them in the next episode which will be yep. on zoom again um i'm just in des Moines back at drake for five days um just a quick little trip and then back to the east coast so
0: awesome yeah so stay tuned uh, obviously watch nationals
1: and um cheer for me let's go yeah <laughs> good luck baston thanks for listening everyone